a.m. is WMKM, Inksta, Detroit. Welcome back to the family. Coming to you live from wherever you are listening to this show. Whether you're in your car, on your computer, at your desk, on your phone, hanging out with your friends, watching us live on YouTube, or listening to your podcast. It's the Revert Radio Show, broadcasting from the studios of 1440 AM WMKM Detroit with your host, Abdullah. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. Amma ba'd, as we start every show with the name of Allah, the most high, the most merciful, the especially merciful. Again, this is your show, the Revert Radio Show. On 1440 AM, WMKM, 1440, 1440 AM, WMKM, I repeated myself, I don't know why. The phone number here is 313-871-9656, 313-871-9656. If you have any questions, any comments, you want to join in in the conversation, feel free. We welcome that. I am your host, Abdullah. With me in the station, Brother Abdul Khaliq Shabazz, Detroit's finest. Detroit's finest usually means police officers, <laughs> and that's what we say. Alhamdulillah, we are pleased to have you here with us, uh, Brother Shabazz. Jazakallah khair for taking your, you know, some of your time and coming in here and uh, sharing your thoughts with us. Uh, today we'll be talking a little bit, uh, uh, you know, about. Uh, Brother Shabazz about his life uh, um, experience with reverting into Islam. We do have his uh, his story right on the channel. If you uh, are familiar, if you've probably already uh, seen the the video, or if you haven't, it will be inshallah in the comments below uh, or in the description below. Ta'ala, you can click on it and you can check it out. Also, um, today. Uh, as you know, a lot of people consider this to be uh, a new year. Uh, this is a new uh, calendar year for the uh, um, you know the people who go by that you know the the uh, the year uh, of you know 2019 now into 2020 and all that big thing. But you know, as Muslims, we go by the Hijri calendar. Uh, but either way, you know, what I'm saying it's just another day. Alhamdulillah, another show. Um, we're doing our thing. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Uh, we get, we're going to get straight to it and we're going to uh, have Brother uh, Shabazz introduce himself a little bit for those people who never seen him before or never um, interacted with him before. Bismillah. Bismillah ar-Rahim. As-salamu alaykum wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, my name is uh, Abdul Khalid Shabazz. I'm a Detroit police officer. I've been one for going on 27 years now. I'm a, I'm a Detroit resident, been here all my life. Uh, nothing really special about me. I'm born in like not I say, special. Yeah, like I said, uh, like I said, I'm born and raised here. I went to Cass Tech. Um, okay, uh, Cass Tech in the house. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Alhamdulillah. And uh, I don't know what to say about La- that. <laughs> last time, last time um, we had uh, you know a big thing together was in Hajj. Alhamdulillah, my first time in Hajj. I don't know. Was it your first time? My too? first time. That was your first time, and we actually. Met in Hajj, subhanAllah. I, I, I don't know. I, I didn't know he was there. He didn't know I was there, subhanAllah. And I was mixing and mingling with everybody. And boom, Brother Shabazz rose up on me like, what? MashaAllah, that's what's up. Alhamdulillah, it was a great experience. Yes, it was. For me, it was you know the first time ever. And that was like one of a you know uh, lifetime experiences. 
and for him, I believe so uh, as well. Mashallah, it was a great, um, a great opportunity uh, to be there, and a great opportunity to meet brothers like uh, Brother Shabazz. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So let's get to it, Brother Shabazz. Um, I know, Mashallah, you've been a, a Muslim for quite a while, and you actually joined the force of uh, police uh, 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 policing Detroit, or be, you know, being a, a Detroit police officer um, as a Muslim. So you were a Muslim already, correct? But we do have issues in in the uh, in the police force, and we're not going to get to the issues right now. But as as a as a police officer in Detroit, tell us a, a little bit about it. I know Detroit, you know, was back in the day it was one of the maybe um, uh, top cities in in America with you know crime and and, and crazy rates. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, how is it as a police officer in Detroit? How how do you live your day? Tell me, please. Well, this. <clears throat> Well, I guess after twenty-seven years, it was in the beginning. It was a, it was a, it was a. I I'm gonna start from the beginning. Uh, we started. My uh, I was familiar with police work, even though because uh, my neighbor, my, I had a neighbor down the street from me was a uh, was Gil Hill, and of course everybody knows Gil Hill. He was a top homicide investigator, and he was a city councilman. So he. Me and his son the same age, and we used to go and, you know, come and watch some some things. Some things he, he he used to tell us stories and show us homicide. You know, show us tell us about homicide investigators. So I had a, I had a um, inclination toward being a policeman before I you know joined the police department. Mm-hmm. So uh, as far as uh, the challenge of Detroit police, I kind of figured you know, I knew what Detroit was about. Like I said, I've been born and raised here, so I knew that Detroit was um, always uh, had challenges. So my, like I said, my Gil Hill is my neighbor, and uh, and my best friend that lived two hours down from me, uh, he was a police officer also. So you know, like I said, I knew about the challenges, about the crime, you know, but I thought I can do my part in joining the police department. Mashallah. So you had the excitement growing up, wanting to be a police officer. You know yes. how we, we, when we were younger, we always played, you know, like the police officer and the thief with our with our brothers, with our you know friends and stuff. Right. And we either wanted to be the police officer or you know we wanted to be the thief and just playing that game throughout growing up. Right. And now, Subhanallah, you joined the actual force and you are um, working to help the city that you grew up in to become better. Right. Most most importantly. Yes. Um, and with being a, a Muslim and a police officer, I'm pretty sure the challenges were different for um, for for such a police officer. Yes. Um, Can you tell us more about those challenges? Well, in the beginning, like I say, this is um, I, you know, I spent um, eight years in the military in the Marine Corps first. Uh huh. So when I when I got back um, home, uh, it had laid off. It was a layoff. The, the, you know the police department. So three years later, I joined in 1993. I joined the uh, the police department. Now, I say that because see, um, there wasn't there wasn't a lot of uh, hiring going on at the time. So mm-hmm. we had still old school police officers and old school things. You know, it's not like today. So I'm like one of the. I believe I don't know how many, but it's like there's only about a handful of Muslim police officers on the Detroit Police Department. Right. So when I got on. Uh, as stereotypical as always uh, it is with, with Islam, <clears throat> me being an African American, they think that uh, automatically I was 
on one end, some people say, well, I'm, I'm with the nation of Islam. Oh, you know, so okay. They all thought, well, you know, Farrakhan, you know, nation of Islam. Because we, of course, that Detroit was the. A big was, nation of Islam. Yeah, city. Was, 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 was temple number one, you uh-huh. know, which is now on Linwood. We were, in Detroit was the first uh, temple in the nation of Islam. So we got a lot of historical. Uh, uh, Events, events yeah, here. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying it because everybody think I was uh, automatically I was a militant uh, in the beginning. <clears throat> on one end, then so the other, they all thought that you were loyal to yeah, the nation of Islam, yeah, more thought, than you are to the police department. Well, no, they thought I was just you know anti anti white, uh, you know, you know that kind of the angry the the black militant Muslim, you know, right, right, right. Then on the other end, some people thought, well, you was a I uh, adopted Arab culture. Oh, okay. You know, that now I'm, on the other end, I'm, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, some things that are stereotyped with Middle Eastern culture. I'm, you know, I, I got both ends of it. Right. So, so it was, a, they they didn't understand, you know, a lot of people didn't understand. I would like to tell them, look, you know, I'm a Sunni, I follow the, the, uh, the Quran, and uh, I'm a follower of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be, on, peace be upon him, you know, the, the Sunnah. Uh-huh. So I had to school people about, look, Islam is a worldwide religion. It's not just a black religion. Right. It's not just an Arab religion. There's people around the world, you know, as you see in Hajj, that are Muslim. So all it, types. It, yeah, all types. All races and creeds and colors. All different you know. colors and all that. Right. All that good stuff, mashallah. So I had to, um, this, you know, I had to... Uh, <clears throat> constantly like explain, you know, the the difference. Yeah, you got to always remind people yes. what what you're upon and yes. they look at you differently and and they always judge. Right. Cuz uh, you know, that's that's uh, I guess the nature of of humans in general. Mm-hmm. They look, they judge, and then they think, you know what I'm saying? Right. What where it should be how how it should be done where you see something you're not sure of you come and ask a question. If you have a misconception, like we talked about on the radio show here, alhamdulillah, if there are some misconceptions that you are familiar with and you think this is the truth, why don't you take one more step and ask about that misconception? Right. SubhanAllah. So you were looked at as a, as a stereotype um, a Muslim who came in uh, maybe with a lot of uh, hatred and anger and, and what people keep talking about on the on the media, right. uh, you know, how Muslims are and stuff like that, which is all, all false. Uh, Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it very clear. And we are working hard to make it very clear that Muslims are not a stereotype. Muslims are Quran. We have our guides, guidelines, and the, the scripture is right there open for everybody to read. But make sure you read everything. Don't just read one line and go on and judge us with one line. You know what I mean? That is not fair. You need to read the entire book, read cover to cover, and then come and judge us. But I tell you what, if you read cover to cover, you're going to come back a Muslim, inshallah. (laughs) By the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you know, you you walk in and you start, you know, doing your work. And you must must, um, face also... um, difficulties with uh, people, not police officers, people themselves. 
when they see you, you know, uh, coming at them, let's say you, you pull somebody over or whatever, have you ever had that kind of um, challenge where somebody look at you differently because, one, you're a black officer. Second of all, if they notice that you're a Muslim, is that kind of also difficult sometimes or does not doesn't occur? Not as much as it used to be. You know, they, they, they don't really see me as a... Um in initially, in initially, they only see me as a black officer, I don't believe, or a Muslim. They just see me as a police officer. As a police officer? Yes. That's yes. it. There's no yes. color in police officers, huh? Well, you know, <clears throat> of course, with the interactions with the um, different, uh, you know, with the Caucasians and the white and the blacks, there might be a little different, but they still, in the beginning, they're going to see blue. I see. Yeah, people still, they're going to they gonna see blue, you know. Right. Yeah, they're not going to see me as a black person. They're going to see... Uh, they're going to see a police officer. Okay, we're going to get into something that is very famous on the media, of course, um, which are a lot of current events that happen where some minorities got shot up by police officers. And a lot of people say they killed them because of the background or the ethnic group that they're from. Now, we're going to get into this after we listen to a couple of tracks for some of our sponsors and again, this show is open for sponsorships. We are open for um, advertisers who would like to advertise with us um, because, you know, shows like this, they got expenses. We got bills to pay. So we got to make sure we have something like that going. Alhamdulillah, we do have a crowdfunding page on Launch Good. You can, you know, support us if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, please let us know. And we talk about more things that might be. Uh, uh, you know, somewhere close to what you're looking for, inshallah ta'ala. But we're going to stay stick with the truth. Whether you like it or not, inshallah, we're going to stick with the truth. So we'll listen to these two tracks and we'll get back to that hot topic, ta'ala. This show is brought to you by Air Duct Clean. Air Duct Clean provides air duct cleaning and HVAC services. We improve indoor air. Let us clean and maintain your ducts and HVAC system so you can breathe easier. To schedule an appointment, call 888-948-DUCK. That's 888-948-D-U-C-T. Available 24-7. Find us online at www.airduckclean.com. Air Duct Clean. We clean it cleaner. Baked by Baba, introducing a variety of nut crumb cobbler custard with root-filled pies. All pies are made with a variety of nuts crumbed together in a wheat crumb crust filled with custard variations like cream cheese custard, banana custard, sweet potato or butternut squash custard, mango custard, just to name a few, and topped off with different fruit toppings like pineapple, blueberry, strawberry, apple, and many more. My mouth is watering just talking about it. The size of these pies is 7 inches by 2 inches and selling at only $7.99. That's right, $7.99. Two pies for $15. Two or more pies get a free delivery and only $3 for delivery if you're ordering only a single pie. Get yours today. Get it quick. You haven't tasted a pie unless it was baked by Baba. Call now. 313-247-7391. 313-247-7391. Make your orders now. 313-247-7391. And they are ready for big orders as well. Baked by Baba. All right, we're back, inshallah. Um, don't forget to get that baked by Baba pie. It's delicious, honestly. <laughs> I tasted it. That's Brother Sabri um, doing his thing, mashallah. Shout out, Brother Sabri. Inshallah, he'll be on the show with us. Uh, sometime soon So let's get back to The Detroit police officer 
Brother Shabazz with us on the air. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Ameen, streaming live on YouTube, as well as Brother Abdullah, your boy, on the mm-hmm. air, inshallah. The Revert radio show right here every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday on 1440 AM WMKM. And if you want to join us with this conversation, you can call us at 313-871-9656. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube as you're watching, inshallah. And you can find us on the podcasts. Any platform or podcast, you can find us. Just type in the Revert Radio or the Revert Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. And thank you, Brother Shabazz, for being here. Zakallah khair for taking that much of your time out. I know you got a busy day. I know it's, you know, you got so many things going on. But this is, this is sharing the love and the information with everybody, with the world. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward us and everybody who participated in making this happen. So we're back to the experiences. And we'll talk about that hot topic in a little bit. But Shabazz told me there's a few experiences that might have uh, came up when you first joined the force back in the day. That you might want to share with us, inshallah. Yeah, like I say, um, you know, like I say, I spent eight years in the Marine Corps, you know, so I've been around the world, I've been involved with everybody. But, you know, there was, like I said, the misconception about about a Muslim, you know, I had some challenges with some, uh, uh, I wanted to say, white females, and my white, you know, inspector, not a, I'm not trying to be racial, but. They had a misconception. So, you see, the first year you're in the police department, you're on probation. You know, you are evaluated for your first year. You don't get, you, you don't become a, officially a police officer until your first year. So once I got that year year in, I was confirmed as a, you're no longer probationary police officer. You are a confirmed official, full, official police you're officer. official. That's correct. Uh-huh. But, you know, my, you know, one of my, uh, one of my uh, female that was on my shift, you know, she went to her inspector and said, maybe this guy, he don't like females. So, you know, overriding one of my immediate supervisors, my sergeants and my lieutenant, said I was a good police officer. She decided to say, well, Officer Shabazz need to be having his probation extended because she wrote in her report, but she blacked it out. You know, I'm a black Muslim. Wow. You know. Just like that, huh? Just like that. But she blacked it out later. But, you know, you can uh-huh. see I was, he had no, that I had no problem with, you know, with females. But I went to a hastily a hastily uh, conceived of probationary board. And, you know, alhamdulillah that the, uh, the, the commanders on there, they, they saw through it and dismissed it. And I became a full-fledged police officer. MashaAllah. Yes, sir. So you were, you were looked at as a, as a black Muslim. Yes, and she thought that you might not be uh, ready to be an official police officer uh, for, yeah, because, because of that. Because because I might have some issues toward uh, women. Women, generally. Yeah, generally. Uh, and, uh-huh. you know, I'm, you know, I was in the beginning, I was quiet. I'm really, you know, a quiet person. Mashallah. Yeah, you that's know. how we know you, Mashallah. Yeah, so, but, you know, misconception was there and and she couldn't prove anything. She just, that was her own you own know, judgment. Own judgment. Judging the book by yeah, its cover. Yeah, so overriding. You know, like I say, you know, usually military structure. You know, the if your immediate supervisors and your shift lieutenant is going to say, "Well, we're going to go this route." No, but my inspector said, "Now nah, I'm going to override what y'all saying." Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and decide to like I'm going to send this probation, which was totally unfair and un- unwarranted. But like I said, Alhamdulillah, that, Alhamdulillah, you know that Alhamdulillah that's written. that's written by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and whatever Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants to happen, it will happen. And that brings us to the, the the events that's been happening in America, which is unfortunate, and we feel sorry for this, and we stand by those. Uh, families with lost ones, um, and I'm pretty sure all you know. A lot of officers also feel the same that this is a very tragic uh, issue and events that's been happening in this um, in this country. And I think it might be happening somewhere else, uh, you know, around the world. I believe you know, not America is the only country that this happens with, but where you know some police officers take their authority to the next level, and they think that it's okay for them to. Uh, take lives and and end somebody's life, even though it's all written by Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. But Allah Subhanahu wa Taala creates the reasons for these things to happen. So, what what do you have to say about that? As a as a police officer, you know, behind the wheel of a police uh, a police car, and you're the one that's you know answering these calls and going to uh, uh, to the uh, crime scenes and stuff like that. What 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 does a police officer go through when they face, let's say, um, young uh, young people who might be looked at as criminals? What happens then? Are you ordered to shoot right away to kill, or are you ordered to, uh, yo, you know, calm down the situation? What, what's going on there? What happens? Well, you know, you, I mean, things, things happen in the split second. Uh huh. So sometimes, you know, like some of these shootings, you know, we we can take a look at it, you know, uh, piece by piece, and say, well, he shouldn't have did that. Right, but the a police officer is going through his things racing through his mind. It's in a split second. He's making a life or death decision. Right. So I'm not saying that uh, <clears throat> that I'm not going to say that every shooting that a police officer has made is justified. I'm not going to say that at all because you know even I looked at some things. And I said, why? Why did they do that? Right. But you got to just judge everything on this on this mirrors on the case by case basis. Right. That's why they got judges and all that stuff for that. Right. Yes. Yeah, but it's 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 very tragic. You you you're, you're right. It's a split second decision. You're standing there in front of somebody who you think might shoot you, might have a gun. But at the same time, you have a gun and you you are the authority and you have the right to pull the trigger if you think that your life is in danger. Right. But when you are, when you are in that situation, are you in a situation? And I, I'm sure again, every situation is different. But are you in a situation to shoot to? I, I know the word immobilize to stop that that person from being a threat to you. Are you in a situation where you're allowed to just end it? Well, your your police officer is uh, shoot to stop what's the threat. Uh-huh. Stop the threat. Stop the threat. Uh huh. Okay, but it's uh, as as you said, it's a split second situation where uh, a lot of times it is split second. Yeah, decisions. where you don't know, and sometimes you know, um, you know, when people are you know are very used to you know going to the range and just shooting right away, and then sometimes that that um, uh, y- you know that that technique comes up, and you as soon as you pull that that gun out, you might just pull the trigger right away, and then but boom, you, it'll be tragic. But you know, being on the range and being in the, in the you know, being on the streets, on the streets. Two different, it's two different, two different things, things. Two different right. things, yes. Yeah, subhanAllah. <laughs> yeah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless brothers and sisters for understanding situations like this, first of all. Also, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us all 
Muslims and humans from any tragic situation out there. Because as the brother said, it's a split-second situation. And if you are a person who, who might be intentionally trying to start some issues and problems and stuff like that, you know, be careful, man, or woman, whoever you are. Be careful because, you know, split-second situations like these could end up very tragic. And there's a lot of uh, police officers who died on the force. That's right. From things like this. Exactly. And it's all because some stupid um, uh, criminal who thinks that that police officer doesn't mean nothing. Right. They think that is, they, there's an automatic animosity between us as civilians and police officers. And it's never like that. No, and it's it not. shouldn't be like that because police officers are also civilians. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Like Brother Shabazz right now with us, he's not, you know, he's not considered a police officer. He's, he's just a civilian. He's off, off duty right now. You know what I'm saying? So he, he also is a civilian. He could be also looked at as me and you. So he also has kids. He also has a family. So he's not a threat to us. He's there to make things right for us. Inshallah. Inshallah. And that's what everybody believes. As a police officer, you are there to protect and serve the civilians and the, the ummah or the, the community that you're in. Right. What situations might you um, mention to us throughout your, throughout your career that you think that is, is a uh, very um, unique situation that happened with you? I don't know if you can try to bring that through you know, your memory real quick. Share with us a, a, a moment that you thought that was very special for you while being on the force. Well, that's... Nothing, I mean, I can't really say there's one special moment um, as far as just what... Uh, just being a police officer or maybe somebody, uh, you know, looking at you special because you're a police officer. Maybe you help somebody out. Maybe, you know, something like that. I know I, I never talked to you about this yeah. before the show I, to well, try to think of. Well, you know, I just uh, really, uh, at the 27 years... Um, like I said, beyond the police department, I really, uh, be honest with you, I really appreciate more than people. Pe- people don't seem to think uh, that the public. There's a lot of people in the public that that come up to me and you know was special to, me, to thank me for being a police officer. You know, I had people pray, sir. I'm gonna do lay. I'm gonna pray for you. Mashallah. You know, and I appreciate the citizens of the city of Detroit. You know. This is a it's a love you know it's all love here. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. You know because like I say I, I have a lot of time people, uh, you know you always like you say it's a stereotype that everybody's angry at the police and you know and some people have maybe you know they have might have a legitimate gripe about being angry at me or anybody else on the police department but I think that we have more we have better civilian police interaction than you know. I make it special. I mean, it's special to me when people come up to me and I be in line sometimes, and and they say, "Wait a minute, I got the officer. I'm a, I'm gonna pay for his sandwich." Whatever. Oh, mashallah. You know, and I really appreciate uh, the citizens of Detroit. Alhamdulillah. You, you know, that's what I, makes it special for me. The citizens of the city uh, who uh, show me a lot of love. You know, and, and you know, a lot of times I might give them a ticket. Uh huh. You know, cost them some money, but they still say, "Officer, you just doing your job." Mm-hmm. You know, I understand. You know, and that's one thing we have to understand, everybody. I know whoever you know. I was young one day, and I you know I had my feelings uh, towards police officers. 
you know, I have my um, share of uh, tickets and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of things that I don't like to mention. Police officers are doing their jobs. And those other police officers who might be taking advantage of their authority and who might be doing something extra or something outside of their duties, I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide them to the right path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that they're not um, giving the wrong impression to people about police officers. We have police officers who are doing their job and um, they're being honest in their jobs. Um, just because one or two people stepped outside of the lines of the actual duties of the police officers doesn't make all police officers bad. I tell you that. And I tell you that because I'm a Muslim, and he's a Muslim, and there's a lot of Muslims. And there's a lot of bad Muslims out there that do things outside the line, outside the limits of a Muslim. And that causes stereotypes. And that causes people to look at, to look at Muslims in a very bad way. So everybody out there, please, please, if you have a misconception about something, some group, some ethnic uh, background or whatever, some religion, do your research, man. We have the internet today. You have all the information on there. You can actually communicate with people and ask questions. We don't have too much time to talk about this, even though I wish we had more time, but we only have 30 seconds left. <clears throat> I do appreciate everybody who's on with us on the air. Um, Yusuf. Uh, uh, Ibrahim, uh, Salman, everybody that's on there, thank you very much being on there. Jazakumullah khair for sharing your thoughts. Thank you, Brother Shabazz, for being here. Thank you all. This is your, your show, The Revert, <clears throat> and we'll see you tomorrow, inshallah. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace. You're listening to 1440 AM, WMKM, Reborn.